0: Yo, what's up? (laughs) It's your girl, DJ Nark. So um, the first part of this is going to be a little bit different than what we've been doing. I just want to catch us up a little bit on what's going on out here. It's a little bit crazy out here, huh? So first I saw the thing about Kanye wilding out. Kanye like beefing with Drake, right? I've been peeping the whole, Travis Scott is a Taurus. And last month we talked about, or this month, this month, the beginning of this month, um, we talked about how people would be gossiping about Tauruses, but not to worry because it wasn't true and it would come out that it wasn't true and just to, you know, uh, just walk through it and keep walking in your success. So peep that. It's like, okay, the Libra reading... With the Cardi offset shit, that was just like right on, you know, direct overlay there. Um, and then Kanye and, and Drake start going at it again, which is obviously unresolved Gemini-Scorpio tension, right? Of course that's going to come up now. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. Like, 2019 needs to be called, like, the, the it's like the cage fight. It's the cage match. <laughs> 2019 is when Gemini and Scorpio get locked in a cage and either they're going to kill each other um, or they're going to work together and get out. Um, so when that started happening, I was like, "Ah, uh, okay, uh, also makes sense. And then the Pete and Ariana Grande stuff, the new stuff, about him, like basically, you know, uh, admitting to being suicidal, but then going one step further, and uh, and then Ariana, in true Cancerian fashion, showing up at his building, like, okay, so again, there is that like need for Scorpios, like we said in the Scorpio video for December, you know, it's called speak. So like, say your truth, say your, you know, <clears throat> say what your heart wants to say. And that's uncharacteristic for Scorpios. They're not like that at all. Um, most of the time, it's like they're incapable of saying it. It's like they'd really like to say it, but they are they just don't move. They just stay still. Um, like way, way, way back in the day, I would like ask, the Scorpio questions and he would just like sit there still (laughs) and I'd be like yo like but why'd you do that like I don't know like what do you mean you don't know like we were all at the swimming pool together and then you were like standing right next to me and then you like swam away like what like what's going on with you I don't know (laughs) it's like what and like you could tell that there's like a million things going on but he just couldn't say anything and then when it seemed like he was going to say something that would actually give you some insight or like, you know, maybe affirm you somehow or like make you feel good or whatever, he would say something so simple that you'd be like, wait, what? Like, you know, I had to swim away. I had to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, but it's like all veiled, right? It's all this veiled and you can see it like right under the surface. It's like a rolling boil, but like nothing comes out except these little pieces here and there. So I knew just because of what's going on in the stars that December was going to be that moment where they're just able to lift the lid off that pot and show you the rolling boil of the water underneath. It's like this water's still, but it's heating up. And at some point the lid has to come off because, you know, steam, you know what I'm saying? Like smoke. So For Pete to do it in the way that he's done it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, I think it's funny that we think Scorpio men are crazy because Scorpio men are about as emotionally aware as women are. So it's funny that when we see a man do it, we think it's nuts. But that's what they're doing. Scorpio men act like women. I mean, not in like a, they're not like bitches. That's not what I mean. Um, And women aren't bitches either unless they choose to be. Um, <clears throat> right? It's, uh, it's emotional intelligence. And when we watch a man, someone who is uh, conditioned by society to go get what he wants, someone who's conditioned by his hormones to go get what he wants, when we see a man uh, react with as much emotional intelligence as we have, it's a little bit um, unnerving. It's frightening. So, that should tell you something about just your raw power. You know, when you see a man exhibited, it's really, it can be really uncomfortable. Like, just think of everything I've told you about the Scorpio and the entire time that you've been listening to these podcasts. If that person wasn't to my liking, wasn't like to my standard, wasn't like someone that I was like head over heels immediately, like, oh. All of the things that he did would have been like horrible and uncomfortable and weird and cringy, wouldn't they? I mean, <laughs> right? Like, so <clears throat> the the intensity with which they can uh, live their lives. I think most women live like that all the time, but when we see a man do it, it's like you're being nuts. You know, and they kind of look at us like, am I? <laughs> Aren't we about the same? Am I? Am I being nuts? Um, And and, and we have a point, you know, because it's like, yeah, you're being emotionally aware, but you're being like a dude about it, which is stupid. Like, the point of being emotionally aware is to not be stupid. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. <clears throat> it's, um, God, I don't even want to start talking about Drake because... I don't particularly like Drake and I've never liked him. Um it's not anything except for me being the age group that was actually watching stuff like Degrassi and Degrassi Junior High and stuff so like for me there's just where to begin. Like he's physically very unattractive to me. Let's just begin and end with that. Cause we don't need to say more than that. So who cares? Okay. So there's that. Uh, but when I, when I saw Pete like voicing how he feels and how he's being treated, I was like, okay, you know, Scorpio video on point, like speak, speak your truth, take that lid off. And <clears throat> Ariana's reaction is spot on when it comes to the cancer reason reading. If you remember the cancer reading for December is called pressure cook. So like this pressure cooker, again, the steam has to be let out. And I knew from the way she ended it with him that they were going to circle back. I didn't know she was going to show up at his building. Yo, what is it? This cancer Scorpio thing is so obsessive. It's so weirdly obsessive that like you can feel it off other people. Like other people get uncomfortable around you like if you get caught looking at each other you'll just keep looking at each other you know and you're just looking at each other and people are like yo are you guys alright and it's like just go away like but it's like ah uh, it's um <clears throat> yeah it's a feedback loop of two like let's just be very honest okay it's a feedback loop of two really really obsessive really possessive very controlling, very emotional, highly sexual. Like there's too many similarities. And the reason that's frightening is because they're so extreme. The positions are so extreme. And then to find someone who's so similar in your extreme position is like and normal people. And that includes all of us. We've all been around a couple that we're like, okay, already. Like, what is going on with those two? That, you can, you can see it. When Pete and Ariana were actually getting along, which they were getting along when the world was in no way uh, encroaching, right? When they were in their little like created utopia um, in, in, nestled inside this modern dystopia that we're living in, um, they were fine. But as soon as real life... <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, consequential life, life, death, Mac Miller, you know, rest in peace, all of that started to happen um, that weird, obsessive, possessive, let's drown in each other. I'll drown you. It's okay. I'll bring us back up to the surface so you can drown us again. Okay. This is really fun. You, you can go all the way down there and then pull me back up with you. Yep. I'm a cancer. I can do all that. Okay. That means I get to drown us all over again and almost kill us. Yep. If that's what you want to do. Are you kidding? That's what I want to do over and over again. Fine. Let's do that. Wait, you just want to do this with me like forever? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't weird or scary or too extreme for you? Mm Mm-mm. It's also not, like, weird and boring for you that I don't want you to do anything without me and just be with me all the time? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. (laughs) Thus, there are these two people standing there staring at each other like they're looking into, like, infinity. Okay. So, the thing about that kind of relationship, I was just thinking about this today i'm just gonna drink some water please drink some water i'm sitting right next to a raging fire these are like fireside chats except thank god i never had polio <laughs> Yo, yeah, why i be saying the most random shit that, those are the moments where, like, if I say that around people, like, in my house, if I have people over and we're smoking, I say shit like that. And, like, my friends will look at me and just <laughs> and make that face like, I can't stand you. <laughs> Welcome to my fireside TED Talk, bitch. Oh, my God. We should start doing this where we do a little bit of, like, the culture. The state of the culture minus Joe Budden. Why does Joe Budden get on my nerves so much? Yo, I can't stand him, but I really like him. I can't stand. What is it? Oh God, Virgos are so annoying. That's the only way to put it. It's like. Ugh, you know they're trash. You know they're trash. But you also know that they can make you laugh. They're funny. They're smart. But they're such trash. <laughs> but I think what I like about him is that he actually like knows it, which is like a lot of growth on his part. I feel like this girl must be good for him. Because like, <clears throat> whatever she is or isn't, um, she seems to be able to like throw the truth in his face, like no, Joseph, <laughs> and it's um, I don't watch that particular show, but he'd be talking about it on the podcast, so i I see it there, and like it looks like she's doing a pretty good job of of what it is that a Virgo needs, which is like um a desperately blunt kind of honesty, like she just doesn't care what she what he thinks of what she says i mean she cares about other things that he he likes or doesn't like or is he attracted to her Uh, uh, uh. but she doesn't care about like if he's judging her like she don't give a fuck and i think that's the only type of person that can be with a virgo because they're gonna judge you so much that if you actually care you'll just be hurt all the time or you'll get stuck in some kind of cycle of like trying to live up to like just expectations that no one can ever reach right they're designed for you not to be able to reach them that's the whole game but if you genuinely don't give a fuck it's a whole different thing because it's like they end up having to keep their judgment to themselves not because they don't want it they don't want you to see it it's because they're like damn i'm doing all the subtle things to like kind of show you that i'm judging you for being the way you are and you're not taking the clues. You know you're not you're not picking up on my cues, which means I'd have to actually uh, verbalize my judgment of you, which I cannot do right because then because then I could be held to it, then I could be taken to task for it what I've said um, so I can't do that I'm too mercurial for that, too mutable and too mercurial for that. so <clears throat> now what well. Now what? Now I have to keep my judgment to myself and I begin to be in awe of this person who actually is truly moving through the world without caring if people judge her. And even my judgment she's immune to, which actually makes me kind of look up to her. Because I would like to be that way with myself because I'm wracked with all this constant anxiety about who I am and how I'm viewed. And here's this person that doesn't seem to care at all. Not about how I view her or anybody else. How incredible. And all of a sudden that person is elevated to someone the Virgo is in awe of. Someone who is immune to their particular kind of venom, right? I think it's probably that way with all the signs. I think it's probably true that every person has some form of venom, every sign, and there are people who are immune to it, and they're the ones with which we have the most friction Right? So the Gemini Scorpio example is such an easy one. Gemini needs uh, someone to bounce things off of. Right? So the funnest thing to bounce things off of is something that won't move. (laughs) It's still. Gemini also wants a reason It's not that we are just surface. It's not that we're surface. We just need a reason to go deeper. If there's no compelling enough reason to dive deeper, we won't go. Why should we? What's the point? It's not because we're that fickle or don't like to get too deep into things or don't have the mental capacity. Everyone knows that's not true. We just don't have the initiative. What's our incentive here? You know, what's inspiring us? Scorpio comes in and provide and that's our venom. Our venom is our boredom. You know? Um, and it's we're ruthless. Once we're bored, uh we're we're just ready to leave. But but at the same time, it's so easy to to uh get us caught up in something else and captivate us with something. So it's like you can work us out of our boredom pretty quickly, but Scorpio is immune to it because how could anyone ever get bored with someone who, like, you have no idea who they are? Because they're just not going to tell you. They're just going to sit there and look at you. And you're just like, w- <laughs> just say something. <laughs> just say anything. Like, what's going on in that mind? that serves the purpose. Right A Scorpio's venom is, as we all know, <clears throat> is that they can ice you out. That's that Cardi. Uh, that's what Cardi's doing now. Right? And who's immune to that? Uh, almost no one. Everyone is capable of feeling humiliation. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes to be iced out. It goes against our nature in terms of evolution. Uh, Everyone hates it. It's very painful. That sense of ostracization, even if it is from one person, it mirrors a larger fear that we have from caveman days. And Scorpios do it very well. And who is immune to that? Well, again, there's that Gemini-Scorpio thing. Geminis are immune to it because, again, uh, if you drag us down to the depths of hell and leave us in a corner somewhere because you're done with us, um, that's fine for all the other signs because they get stuck down there because they can't get out. But, you know, remutable air. We're hermetic. Uh, Mercury is the only one that can go down there and survive and come back up whenever they want because we're just a message of air. We're just a thought, a dream. A passing thing that one minute is a caterpillar and another a butterfly and the next is gone again. But you know it'll come back again, over and over, just for a moment. (laughs) Just for a moment, forever. And just for a moment, forever, is exactly the kind of loop that a Scorpio can get stuck in and not ever be able to recover. Just for a moment, forever. You mean every time I see you, it's like I'm just seeing you. Every time we do stuff, it's like it's just happening for the first time ever, but it's happened so many times before. What the fuck? It's exactly the kind of mm, maze that the Scorpio likes right so we have been watching and 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 and, and then the cancer Scorpio thing so. Scorpio does the iced out venom thing or is just very 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 mean in some way that it feels like you know a a a knife of ice through your heart an icicle through your heart and there is the Cancerian reaction to it Cancer's also being immune to it um, Cancer says okay that's fine I will run away and hide in my shell, and do whatever I need to do to get back to me. And as soon as that happens, Scorpio doesn't know what to do. Because you're supposed to just die, and they get to keep you like a trophy. But mercurial air disappears, and Cancerian water, cardinal water, just goes off in a corner and regenerates because it's the mother of life. It's life, you, know, you, 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 you can wound it but you can't kill it. And there is a sick appeal there in something that you can't kill but you can severely wound and it will feel everything but it will regenerate as if it is immortal. That pairing, that Cancerian Scorpio pairing is dangerous. Because if either one of those people is slightly sadistic or masochistic, you have a really big problem on your hands. <laughs> Especially if you get lost in some little bubble utopia and and then are rudely awakened by quote-unquote real life. So am I surprised? No. In the Cancer reading I said, and some Cancerians, or in the manifestation video for Sagittarius season I said, some will be circling back to... Things that they, you know, profess to be done with completely, but are in no way done with, right? Um, Because nobody goes that far out of their way in all these different ways to proclaim their doneness with someone. It was all part of a larger. You know, you really hurt me and I'm going to make you pay for it kind of thing. And I think the recent developments with Pete being really honest is shedding a little light on that. And you're getting a rare glimpse of the light shining on cancer. And this will continue. Remember, we have eclipses coming up in just a few weeks uh, where cancerian motivations, which can be very slippery get exposed for a moment and who better to expose than a scorpio when venus is in their sign and they have a lot to say um and so what he's saying even though he is kind of piggybacking the whole Kanye Drake beef and why Kanye even came at Ariana's I'm like what are you doing but at the same time like I get his gemini ass like he's he's trying to make it relevant and he didn't like that she came at him at all. Like, why don't you just mind your business? So then here you go. Like, I get it. Well played, but still unnecessary. Um, but I see how Pete used that as his quote unquote speak Scorpio December 2018 moment um, to to really speak. Because the first thing he said about suicide and, you know, I'm not going to let you guys force me to kill my, I'm not going to, Uh, allow you to push me to that point and all that I was like okay that is honest I don't think that's you know what he really wants to say but that's honest um and then this thing that's recently happened where he's commented on mental illness and just how things have been going and 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 what you know and what Ariana Grande got sucked into, which is so fucked up. Because I don't think she meant in any way anything. But 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 again, Kanye, I see your point. Well played. Uh definitely a, a strategic move, but still. Um it gave him his moment to say what's really on his mind, uh, which is you know, um, if someone is ill and you know that, and you purposefully do and say things that are going to not just exacerbate their condition, but also are going to potentially turn the whole world against them. (laughs) Um, That's a bit irresponsible. And he's, uh, he's losing it. <clears throat> and I think the only reason that she showed up at his building, and no, I'm not being cynical. I'm being cancer rising. I'm just being really, really honest. I think she showed up at her bu- at his building to do some very, very, very needed damage control. Because if another man that was just recently in love with her dies, no matter what anyone says for the rest of time, She will become that Black Widow type of figure uh, in pop music. And it's way too early for her to be crashing that hard because that would be really, really difficult to recover from, especially considering the body of work that she's putting out and has put out recently. So what was she doing there? Was it her cancerian emotions getting the better of her? Perhaps. Perhaps she felt overwhelmed by his honesty and she saw that she had said something kind of wrong and she should check on him. But I really don't think that's what it is. Um, The amount of work and planning and everything that went into the breakup video and the song and all that stuff, no, no. No. I don't think I don't think someone who's worried about somebody else's mental health does stuff like that. Not at all. And not someone who's so worried that they show up at your door or outside your house like that doesn't seem that doesn't ring true. So even when Scorpios are doing the scary thing by saying their own truths, they have a tendency to expose others' truths at the same time. And I think that's what you see happening here. I think one way or another, Pete was always going to shine this light on her. And it was just time for her to kind of own that she's not a little kid anymore and perhaps she is a woman, a grown woman. I mean, her her and Cardi are the same age. Uh, For her to own that she's a woman, but more than that, to own... Um, that perhaps she's been a bit of a manipulative woman, or perhaps she, because, you know, one of the things that I didn't like, so the last time I talked about her was in the, remember when she did that song at the funeral, and then the pastor, (laughs) Lord, um, but we haven't talked about her again, and all that, like, Mac Miller stuff happened, and, um, you know I, I there there was this strange narrative, very subtle really it was subtext uh in in the cultural whisperings that her moving on from Mac so quickly, having this very public relationship, very public engagement um unknowingly knowing that you know he had a very bad addiction drug addiction and that that was also part of why she was leaving him you would think then that you would not right go off to the next person and make a lot of really public comments and and purposefully be in the public eye and take all the photos and do all the things you would think That if you were breaking up with someone for their health, right? Like if that's the narrative, okay, this person wasn't taking care of themselves. They were addicted to several things. It became too hard for me to watch. I have to live my own life. I think I'm getting the narrative right. I have to live my own life. I have to put myself first. You know, I want to live a long, full life and I just can't be a part of this crazy roller coaster of addiction. Fair. All, All good. Everyone understands. Everyone supports it. Now, the behavior afterward is what's questionable. So I didn't know anything about Mac Miller. I didn't know who he was. I had never heard his music. Um, But I've never really listened to Ariana Grande's music either. So like, I'm just, you know, like, okay. And then when he passed away and all this stuff started coming out, I was like, wow, that's uh, okay. So... (laughs) Okay, there's that. Um, And the narrative that has been put forward after Miller passed away was that she's very young and she doesn't really know what she's doing and she couldn't help it. And uh, yeah, it's very like I'm a little kid and I didn't know what I was doing. Okay, well, no, you're not, right? I mean, just because you dress like a little kid and you act like a little kid doesn't mean you're a little kid, right? So first, no, you're not. And second, even little kids know, right, that if somebody, if another little kid is hurt and bleeding, you don't run past him over and over again going, look, I'm not hurt, look, I'm not bleeding, look, I'm okay, look, I'm having a great time, I mean, not to say that she had to keep herself out of the public eye. I'm not saying that. She can do whatever she wants. But if I broke up with someone that I was really, really, really in love with because they were addicted to pills and they were trying to get off pills, even if I did meet some dashing, tall, tattooed Scorpio I would just keep that shit really under wraps because you know my ex is going through a lot right now and I really actually care about him and he's like trying to get clean and or he should be trying to get clean and he's not really in a good space right now since we broke up so like I really like you and obviously you really like me and let's just like do what we got to do but let's just be you know quiet and subtle and keep out of the, keep out of the public as much as we can if anyone asks us what, what's going on say nothing. You know, just for a little while to see if this guy's like getting on his feet or what's going on with him or can we get him some help or is he going to get help or, you know, I, it just seemed like there was no thought about that. And then this Pete thing kind of shows you the same thing, right? Like, he's right. Look at it from his perspective. Like, if you know someone has a personality disorder and they've been really open about it. And you dump them. First of all, you dump them very publicly, um, which is probably a conversation with a mentally ill person that should be way more sensitive than that, right? Uh, So there's that. And then you like cash in on it big time by making this like breakup anthem. And the video is in so many ways. There's little digs at him here and there, here and there, you know, uh, and especially for a Scorpio who picks up on everything. He's like watching this and seeing all this and he's kind of right. Like, why would you do that to somebody that you know is sick? But more importantly, why would you do that knowing that you have the kind of fan base and people behind you who would torture someone who already has a mental illness, uh Yeah, that's very questionable. And I don't think there's enough ponytails and like pleated skirts to to little girl that away. I don't think we can fetishize away what seems to be a pattern of emotional irresponsibility. Um and and I love the whole like now I'm focusing on myself and now it's all about me. Okay, I get you and and I, I'm with it and yay, good for you. Um but <laughs> Like you're you're stepping on some necks here, right? And if that person didn't do anything wrong and it's just a person that you can't be with right now, it sure doesn't seem that way. Like that's not the vibes. You know? So I think a lot of Cancers with this North, North Node action, if they do have this, oh, let's say sheen of inauthenticity where they can kind of slip out of things and no one really knows who they are, um, that's all going to be exposed. That all has to be brought to the, you know, Scorpio is the one that catches that crab and like holds it still and goes, okay, like, let me show you some stuff. However they need to get you to that moment, they'll get you there. If that means they need to sacrifice themselves for it, they're so hard-headed, they'll do it. (laughs) Please drink something. Now let's talk about the Offset Cardi shit. Smoke something if you have it, because this shit is just bananas. So, as you must have seen by now on the Instagram page, Offset fucking, oh my God, Offset. Offset tried to surprise Cardi on stage. What's his thing with the stage? That's his only game? Like, that's what you got? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you got. I know people who are not Migos that would be, like, that's that's corny. Like, how about I pick you up and I already have a suitcase full of, like, everything in your size that I just picked up from Bergdorf. And I'm putting this blindfold on you and you're getting on this jet and you'll see when we get there. Like... <laughs> Or like I'm taking you and the kid to Madagascar for the next three months and we're leaving our phones and everything and canceling everything and we're gonna save our marriage. I don't know. You doing the Venus de fleur? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you doing those timeless roses that you can keep for a thousand years in the in the in the the bloomy shape with the with the The fuck are you doing? Did you really walk on stage? with a big-ass Venus de Flirt, you need to stop, okay? Because, (laughs) yo, (laughs) everything else but the Venus de Flirt, how you walk out there with that big-ass popcorn-looking thing? Like, how did you think that a woman was going to react to that fucking silhouette you had going on with that fucking outfit looking like a like sleazy as fuck you know what i'm saying trying to match her and shit oh my god he's like and when i saw his little video of like cardi you you know what i'm saying he's like checking his like beard and looking at himself while he's i was like oh my god this is that 25 year old guy this is that fucking guy everybody knows this guy everybody knows this guy where he's like goes to his friends and he's like yo my girl's pregnant and they're like oh no like, dog, you should not have any kids right now. Like, that, he's that guy. <sighs> but the Venus de Flirt. Like, I get if your girl tells you that she likes something. But, like, y'all need to learn how to riff off of that. Like, if some bitch tells you she likes those those last forever flowers, maybe get her long stem really expensive roses that last like three weeks you know and be like yo they're not gonna last until you're 85 but they'll smell really good for three weeks and they'll look perfect you know what i'm saying but he i i just i i don't know i don't know i don't know what it is i i that big ass white flower thing that's not that's not even an i'm sorry you know how flowers like speak like giving certain flowers mean certain things i've been studying that since i was a kid because one of the books in the library that we inherited that was just part of the hotel situation that we were living in um there were so many books in there that like just had nothing to do with anything my parents would have ever read. I read all of them. Um, but there was a book about flowers and how you give certain flowers for certain things and what it means. And that big ass Venus de Fleur just says, I clicked on this shit on Instagram. I remember you said you liked this shit. Uh, can I come home? And I don't think that he gets, but I also I always knew that he didn't get like what Cardi's about. Like I don't I don't think that people will ever really believe that like stripper with the heart of gold or that like girl who's like a certain way but she's really, really good inside. Like I don't think that guys could ever really wrap their head around that. Like she was for real, for real in love with him. And I think that he's one of those dudes that doesn't even know what that is until they lose it. And then they're like, damn, wait a minute. No bitch is ever going to treat me like that again. And then you realize what love is after you've lost it. But Cardi's not the type to realize what love is because she's lost it. She's always just known. Some people just know. Some people just have that kind of heart. And now to have someone that has that kind of heart to be treated like this and he's invading her space, bringing her these tacky flowers, wearing these tacky clothes, saying all these tacky things, calling her bra, you know, um, it makes you wonder how it is that Libras keep so calm. You know, because you would think that when things are the most rocky, such an emotional sign You know, scales can swing back and forth. You would think that they would go all, like, left, but they get dead calm because it's cardinal air. You know, cardinal signs, when they feel like somebody's playing with them, they get, they get, (laughs) they about it. You know, they don't like games. Um, And I think that it's very hard for a Sagittarian energy to understand the rigidity of the Libra because they seem so fluid. Again, the scales move here and there. They can go along with pretty much any conversation, any kind of lifestyle, very adaptable. But there is the rigidity of the structure on which the scales are standing. There are certain things that Libras are immovable about and Sagittarius is mutable fire there is nothing Sagittarius is immovable about it's an antithetical to their nature so when Libra and Sagittarius air and fire get along it is so good and is so similar of an experience it's so familiar to Sagittarius that they're like oh well she's like me no she's not she's nothing like you she's adapting That's the only thing that makes her like you. And this ties into what we were saying last week. You don't know what you're made of until somebody pushes you. You really don't. You don't know how you're going to react until you're put in the situation where you have to react. You know? Um, I can still very vividly remember the first time I hit someone and really hurt them. Uh, I was in a haunted house in Canada somewhere. I was a little kid, and they had people standing against the walls, dressed all in black. And when you walked by, all these scary—they uh, were like windows you looked in, and there was like a scary scene in there. Um, you walk by all these scary scenarios; uh, these people would come out of the walls and grab you, and. I was way too young to be in there, but I was in there. And it was like my crazy, cool, very young uncle and his crazy, cool, very young wife. And they had me and my brother for the weekend or some shit. And we went up there to Niagara Falls and shit. Like, it was just like, we were on like a crazy random trip. And the 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 person <clears throat> came out of the wall and yeah, I messed him up like I just yeah it's I, I felt somebody in like a really scary situation grab me and it was really difficult to tell the difference between what was going on in the scary scenarios behind the glass and why was that scenario somehow real and like touching me and as soon as my mind in that split second equated the two things it was go time. And I didn't know I had a go time, you know? <laughs> I, didn't, I don't think anyone knew I had a go time. That dude sure as hell didn't know I had a go time, you know? <laughs> you know, you don't know what you're made of. You don't know what your go time is until you get there and then something happens. Boom, it's go time, you know? And I think for Libras, that's like when they get dead calm. It's like he's doing all this because it's that mutable, play, playful fire. It's like, "Who? I'm here. I'm here. I'm there. I'm here. I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this." And you know, Libra, Libra is just still. Libra is tapped into that center bar on which the scales hang, and it's just like no. And the Sagittarian energy is like, just deliberate. Just think about it. Just think about it the Libra's like, no, there's nothing to think about. There's nothing to think about. There's only the principle of what happened and what was done, and that's all there is, justice card. So oftentimes when Libras exert themselves and reinforce their boundaries, you will have this happen like what Offset did, where people will really start to invade your space. Because for some reason, we get this idea that just because Libras are friendly, that they're playing, but they're really not playing. And you play with them, and all of a sudden, you get this really sharp knife right through your center, and you're like, wait a minute, but I thought you were nice. Why did you think I was nice? Because I was being polite? (laughs) Again, I was just adapting. You know, I think that's what the crux of the authenticity authentic friendship between Geminis and Libras is, Um, because there is no need to adapt. There is no one there to adapt for. It's just air and more air, you know? (laughs) Uh, We can go anywhere. So now what we're seeing is what it looks like when a Libra puts their foot down and identifies with a much more stable part of themselves and how the world, not just Sagittarians, but how the world in general reacts. And it is a good time for her to do what she's doing because Libras are now planting the seeds of what will come. And this is definitely not what she wants for her future. And I think that's the thing that's always set Cardi apart. That's always the thing that sets Libras apart. They look to their future, and they see things that they want for their future, and they are uncompromising about those things, and I have a lot of respect for that, even though sometimes I think it gets them into some pretty painful situations, but you always end up, you know, you always seem to wake up, and Cardi, if she is anything right now, she is woke, she is hella woke, and it also shows you what kind of effort, that's why I'm gigging on the Venus to flourish. it also shows you what kind of effort men are willing to make, even when they do, you know, really wrong things. Like, that's not effort. Some guys rolling out some weird message, tackily written, and then put on some amplifiers and shit, you think that's going to save this marriage? You are out of your fucking mind, bro. Like, that's just insane. This, is there a yacht waiting? are we going away for two months are you never gonna own a phone again are you like what what are we doing (laughs) what are we doing exactly because is this is, is it just the venus de fleur you want me to take you back because of the white venus de fleur get the fuck out of my face i would be so angry just at the flowers like how what I get so offended about shit like that like don't ever buy me anything I always I've always said that like to guys and buying me things that's just not a reality for me that's just not my reality don't buy me shit I'm not gonna like it I'm not gonna like it I'm probably gonna find some way to be like I can't believe you thought I would wear that I can't believe you thought I would like that I'll do some shit like that because I have that Virgo moon tendency to be like no no no, like if I like something that my mom has, like jewelry wise, then I'm like, oh, that's actually nice. She's like, really, you like it? And I'm like, yeah, calm down. <laughs> oh, it's also tacky, it's so gross, but it does tie into this bigger thing of like, what is with these people that just won't go away? Are there such things as soulmates? Is there such a thing as you know, this soul twin stuff, twin flame, all the things, all the things. Why are there people that you keep bumping into over and over and over again? Does it happen over lifetimes? Does it happen forever? What's the fucking point? All of that, all of that to come. But for now, I'm going to leave it here. One, because my voice can't take any more Uh, And two, because Baba woke up at 5 o'clock this morning going, Hey, shouldn't we wake up? Shouldn't we wake up? Shouldn't we wake up? I was like, oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Let's wake up. Uh, So I am really tired. But I think I'm also, there is a general level of fatigue that I've reached. Um that has to do with the cancer rising hibernating during Capricorn season, you know Capricorn season is coming, and that light will be right across, and the cancer in the first house wants to nap eat sleep, did I say nap, did I say sleep? did I say eat <laughs> it's uh it's a strange it's a strange feeling because. The other stuff, the Gemini, the Virgo, everything wants to get going. Come on, let's do this, let's do this. But that Cancerian energy is really strong right now for everyone, really strong. It's making us like just emo out all over the place. That's why you're like, why are relationships going crazy? Venus isn't Scorpio. <laughs> it's nuts. You know how crazy they are? They don't make any sense. God, and they talk, like, they behave like time is nothing. It's so crazy to me. Like, time doesn't mean anything. Like, I can be mad for years. Like, how can you be mad for years? Literally years. And then, like, not mad at all. Oh, okay. Like, just when time isn't a factor, which is, I think, how instinctively Scorpios look at things, then everything becomes like a a recurring instance. So this is good to talk about before we do the soulmate stuff because it's all related, you know? Of course, of course it's all related. But for now, take your fractal selves and maybe go listen to the meditation from last week. Maybe meditate, maybe work out, uh, maybe organize. It's a really good time to just like stop spending like a third of what you've been spending just because because the next year and especially this season coming up is a lot about responsibility and it's just always so great to have a little bit of an extra cushion even if it means you're foregoing things that right now seem like great creature comforts uh just pulling back a little bit on that and being more aware of the small purchases is a really good idea. Just because then we move into January, February, and you'll just feel good knowing that you have a little more money than you thought you would have. You know, and it's always also good to change your habits up. Like every time I do something, for some reason, it's like I'm doing it for the first time. I just don't look at anything with any sort of like prior knowledge that way. And any prior knowledge that I have about something, it's been pushed into my subconscious. So it's something that I just do now. But like I go to turn on my Bluetooth speaker every day and every day I look for the button. Like where's the button on this thing? (laughs) So, And that's like an idiotic level of blankness. But um, if you can approach your everyday with the awareness of something you've never done before, with a newness, and awareness, a consciousness of what you're doing right in that moment, why you're doing it, and feeling it and being there. Um, That is also really good. And watching what you spend is a great way to further facilitate that awareness. Just watching what you are eating, watching how much you're spending. It's a good time to look at all those structural things. And see how your life, your body, your bank account, your interpersonal relationships are being affected by these seemingly small decisions. But really, they're not small at all. Right? Finding uh, the things to fix in the micro so the macro is that much more glorious. Real Capricorn vibes. Alright, well that's it for tonight. Uh, We made it to an hour. My throat can't believe it. But soulmate talk and soulmate meditation up next. I hope you guys enjoyed this little fun junk food interlude. You know, we all need it. We needs it sometimes. I'm also thinking of making these videos where I'll just sit down with you in my copper pyramid and meditate. And you can just play the videos and meditate along with me and breathe along with me. And tings. I'll do those inshallah in New York and in Jamaica. Ooh, at night. That'll be really good. Okay. Well, that means I need to get a camera. So please send me your suggestions. Yes, I'll actually get a real camera. Why not? Um hey, did I tell you guys that you guys are the best? Have I mentioned that lately? All right. Well, let me say it. Rev fam is the best. You guys like this is so fun. I always say that, but I mean it. I really mean it every time. This is so fun. So thank you for another great episode. Uh, Let's talk about it on Instagram. You know, open up the discussion more and I'll be back in a few days with that soulmate talk. Love you, love you, love you. It's your girl, DJ Narc. See you next week.